welcome to the first episode of Deserted Isolation Discs, a play on words and tribute to the BBC's famous Desert Island Discs podcast. We're Kate Hamer and Louis Saha, the founders of Axis Stars, which is a platform to connect stars from the worlds of sport and entertainment to trusted brands and service providers. Obviously, a lot of these stars are at home at the moment due to coronavirus isolation, so we thought we'd work together to bring some entertainment to everyone stuck at home. We hope it's not going to be a long series, but we have got a good chunk of members so we can keep you entertained for a while. For this first one, Louis taking the chair, but after that you won't have to listen to me as much. Louis will take over the interviewing and I'll just make sure that the internet doesn't crash, etc. Hi Louis. Hi. How do you, how are you doing? Not too bad. I think it's um it's still uh not so great uh, situation, but uh, yes, we have the moral because uh, yes, we we tend to be a positive uh in every aspect of our life, so yes, I'm um, I'm still very uh, hopeful these things will will go uh, away very soon. So tell us what a standard day in isolation is looking like for you at the moment. You're in France, right? Yes, I'm in France. I'm, I'm um, confined at home. I've got my my kids um, one every every two weeks, so get uh, them this week so it's all about uh, doing the homework at 8:45 making sure that uh, uh, my daughter she's uh, she's understanding uh, how the video Skype is working and uh, all the setup from uh, from a teacher so it's uh, yes it's uh, it's good as well because uh, on the same way I, I have a a, a test of um, uh, how she's coping with uh, with the exercise and stuff. So actually, I participated a little bit, and and I'm I'm worried because it seems like I'm learning still things, <laughs> even if they're only nine year old. So it's uh, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's a cool aspect because I I really love my uh, my, my kids uh, smart, and so every time I can I can see. Uh, I can see them uh, enjoy, but uh, obviously it's not uh, the best uh, moments uh, for everybody because you have to actually, um, yeah, do things um, in house and without like authorization to go out. But uh, mainly is that then you you do the you try to do uh, all the, the 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 clean up of the house, the the food, the making sure that uh, everybody is like. Um, is like um, uh, enjoying um, so the, the the free times uh, if they have like a moment to to think about something else about uh, their homework. So we just try to to take the time as well to yeah to reunite uh, a little bit more, talking about uh, different topics. So this is pretty much it. Uh, making sure that uh, every sign as well of uh, of uh, yeah, sickness could be monitored. Making sure that everyone is uh, is healthy and trying to do some sport at uh, at certain time. It's very important to to keep the morale up. So that's basically the the day of uh, the SAR uh, <laughs> for now. But uh, yes, yeah, so we're lucky because uh, yes, uh, compared to some people who live in a small apartment, so I understand that uh, uh, everybody is like uh, struggling with. Uh, with a certain situation financially, so all those things are not easy. My family are aware as well, so we monitor that as well, making sure that uh, everyone is uh, is okay. So all those things are are not so great, but uh, it helps to actually uh, 
realized that uh, yeah, there is very essential things uh, in life, um, and that's basically uh, the 24 um, yeah, the 24 hours that we have, um, sleeping, making sure that uh, we're healthy. So that's it. So what are your top tips for entertaining the kids when you're doing stuff for fun, what you've been doing? Yeah, we try to do uh, stuff uh, in terms of culture, always like uh, asking questions, like making sure that we can uh, we can tell stories, remember stories, um, highlight uh, every single thing that uh, we want to do. So like project ourselves uh, uh, after the crisis. Um, so things like this are always like very entertaining because you discover even deeper your 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 family. Nice. And then if you think that you know them, you you still have to to discover as well what they they want, what they do. Uh, they they have like dreams to be with somebody. They have dreams to be somebody. They have as well uh, targets, and you want to precisely help them to do that. So that's basically uh, the the type of things. And obviously, there is like a lot of games, uh, video games. <laughs> that's the the thing we said that uh, the esport is still uh, the he games and stuff like this is a. Uh, it's, it's massive right now, um, but yeah, that's that's it. We really want to making sure every day we have different routines to do. Uh, keep informed as well, you know, because it's uh, it's a reality that we need to be uh, seen from our own eyes, like getting uh, our brains working, our own opinions, making sure that we understand uh, the world we're living into. Um, yeah, it's it's not a. Our bubble, I've been living like for 15, 20 years in a bubble in my sport industry. But uh, those things are, are touching everybody. We have seen that uh, Blaise Matuidi, uh, like some other players, has been hit by that. It's uh, it's reality. It's mm-hmm. like it can touch everybody. So it's uh, it's good for everybody to understand. Uh, and I was speaking the other day uh, with my elders, uh, saying this is the first time, actually with my brother as well, this is the first time. I can recall that uh, something like close to terrorism has like hit some big names uh-huh. apart from accidents. Um, but like saying terrorism has never really touched uh, somebody uh, very, very famous. Um, and now it's like it's, it's been the, the case. And when uh, Emmanuel Macron, our president in France, uh, said we are in war, it's like it's the first time we see something real touching everybody, every uh-huh. type of every type of uh, color, so we are uniting that war, and this is some kind of uh, reality check, and, and whoever think that uh, it was uh, bring by the Chinese or whatever, it's, it's an idiot, it's, uh, it's a war stuff, you know? Yeah, but at least it's a war with nature that we can beat by sitting on our sofas and washing our hands, I mean, it's better yeah, than yeah. like needing grenades and stuff, isn't it? Right, um, we're going to ask you a few quick-fire questions then. What, uh, you said that you were cooking and stuff, what is your favourite basic meal that anybody could cook from the stuff that they've got in their cupboards at the moment? Yeah, I, w- I was like um, into very simple uh, stuff like when I was like a player. Uh, I was like heated for energy. I was not like into test at all. Uh, I could heat like rice and pasta for days, you know, without any issue. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, evolved, uh, evolved uh, a lot because uh, since I separated, uh, I just love to see my kids really enjoy the, the food I'm, I'm about to do. So 
I try to to be on it a bit more. So I do simple stuff still, but uh, like the pasta, the the rice, the pesto, all those things are are things that I really like to to do. And obviously, as a I would say not a racist thing, but uh, as a black guy, it's uh, always about chicken and meat. And I'm sorry, but. Uh, I'm not into vegan stuff, but um, yes, we, we really li like to to do the cooking uh, together. But my daughter, she's uh, she's eight, and she's really always like looking into uh, into stuff to help and to to be uh, as informed as possible and how to 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 get into things to to yeah have like an understanding uh, how to do this, how to do that. I really like um, the, those moments. It's very special. Obviously, um, yeah, we try to be uh, sensible as well because uh, it seems like uh, it's uh, a bit of a fight sometimes uh, doing your course. Um, so, so many people are panicking and today was nice to see that uh, actually it came down a little bit. Some people were, I think, uh, yeah, staying at home and uh, paper uh, toilets were available. So, well, good time. fingers crossed it will be the fourth day that I've tried to buy some today. So, hopefully I will find some favorite box set or netflix show what should people be watching to stay entertained oh my god uh you're asking the wrong guy yeah because uh, i'm not into uh into tv that much um lately because of uh, what we're doing uh, in terms of uh, activities a bit uh, 24 7 so i always like looking uh, into documentaries so anything that you could see in in netflix where i feel still is like it's not a wide range of uh, things available there. Um, I will I will say that uh, the last thing was like the Bill Gates uh, documentary that I watch. Um, I always like look at uh, the 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 documentary of about the environment. So I'm I'm into that as well. I'm making sure that uh, my children as well are sensible to that. But uh, basically, uh, every time sometimes I yeah I try to pick something like very. Uh, old school. I will look for something on. I'm sorry. Sometimes in streaming, where it's like back in the days, you know, like the training days uh, from Denzel Washington and and stuff like this. Because I really like uh, those natural things, uh, those uh, real uh, stories, you know, those true uh, moments of uh, of history and uh, those moments uh, where I can see uh, true acting. I would say uh, I love those moments. Uh, yeah, and I share that with my children. Maybe not training days, but uh, the the other movies uh, that uh, I think are classics. Uh, I would say. Okay, cool. What about books? What have you read recently? Um, so I was with the Phil Knight books that you give me like months ago. I actually <laughs> uh, <laughs> pick up a few pages again, but. Uh, I have to admit it was uh, really hard, but uh, yeah, the Nike guy. So it was really interesting um, the way he set up his company, his belief and in belief, sorry, and uh, the way he actually manage uh, crisis, the manage uh, how to, you know, as an accountant in some ways, how to actually evolve in, in certain ways because distribution was moving. All those things are really interesting, especially in the field that uh, uh, we are and I am now. Um, but yeah, sometimes. Uh, um, looking more into, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm into development right now. I just want to develop as a man, uh, human being. So I've got a book uh, in French, uh, uh, how to develop your, your yourself, and uh, I really like it. It helps to um, how to communicate, how to understand uh, people' uh, behavior when you speak, um, the interpretation, how to have, 
have to reformulate uh, how to explain properly. You know, we have like difficulties to talk because uh, we are foreigners sometimes and sometimes you have different culture. Uh, everybody will have like uh, their paradigm in some way, like what they have like um, uh, had experience from their parents' education, whatever the environment has like changed them for life, you know, and sometimes you have to challenge them and say, listen, some of the things that your parents have experienced is maybe not a, is not a, um, a reality anymore. So all those things are, are really interesting to understand from someone who has uh, expert or master those, those uh, elements and try to reassess that and, and pick the thing that I think that are right for me. And uh, all those things are very important nowadays because when you look at uh, internet, when you look at books, when you look at uh, anyone uh, into the media world, they have like a massive impact and how people are gonna interpret that things, and uh, we we have to really understand that it's uh, it's our duty if we are parents, it's our duty if we have friends and want to share things. The things need to be true, you know, and need to be accurate, and uh, and then when it's accurate, you need to actually deliver the message the right way. Because uh, if you uh, say it uh, the same information but with anger, with um, I would say patronizing people and and stuff like this, people just defend themselves and say no. I'm, even if you said the truth, I'm not happy with this. So all those things are, are things that I try to learn, and, and I think that on a time where everybody have time on their hands now because they're sitting at home, they need to rediscover how to speak to each other, how to actually inform each other, because, yeah, what we have now as a system of information is just shit. I mean, like, I'm sorry for the language, but it's true. Nobody trusts uh, nobody, and that's what I think... It's not about like just looking into comedies and to, I would say, I would say forget about thinking about serious stuff. I know it's very important to just like having fun, but right now it's very serious. People just don't trust anybody. So we need to have that kind of uh, uh, reset where we get the information right, the fact uh, in one place and making sure that uh, basically we can uh, have a, a social impact, but a positive one to each other. Hear, hear. So obviously we want this to be motivational and positive for listeners. So is there an experience in your career that you can tell us about that is uplifting or proof that we can overcome adversity to give people hope in these times? Oh, of course, you know, we had a lot of situation, you know, uh, uh, I feel like we have been privileged, we live in Europe and uh, all those things are happen, uh, has happened uh, in different countries, in Africa, in, uh, in India, you see poverty and all that and people still smiling, people still believe, uh, have dreams and all that and we are in Europe, we are privileged and we sometimes, um, we don't appreciate that much, you know, and uh, where we see the, the, the situation in France, for example, a few years ago, where they had the, the Bataclan disaster or terrorism, it was like the first time, or it seems to be the first time people realize that bus things, it's like, it's worldwide and it can hit you as well as a human being. And people, maybe the next few days, were in the street, like, proper to actually represent our country, represent our, our dreams and what we uh, want to... Uh, uh, represent as a, as your human beings is like being smiling, being on, coffee, on on coffee tables and and share stories and share jokes. And this is what I think uh, this uh, event uh, today is dramatic. It's really bad because a few 
uh, numbers are appear that a lot of people have died and uh, still if we try to compare to other illness or, or death um, is still minimal compared to cancer to compare to other people dying on car crash but uh, it's realized that by being together, we can discuss uh, overall about those situations and say, listen, we need to get back to essential stuff here. We need to be real, we need to be true to ourselves and, and appreciate the, the, the moment where we are outside and we have the sun, we have like nice stuff to eat, we have all, all those uh, moments without fear, we're able to be uh, healthy. All those things are very important to realize if you want to be happy. If you are always grumpy, looking for a better this or best that or compete uh, with uh, other people, you, you see, uh, you try to always have that kind of envy uh, feelings uh, in your blood. It's, it's a disaster and you're going to spread that horrible feeling to other people because it's all always about competition. I think what we have to remember is, is this, you know, it's like, I'm, uh, I'm French and I can tell you a story of uh, French people. Um, I'm sure that English and, and, and Spanish and all the people in Italy will say the same. We have to appreciate and be together. I see people uh, on blocks, you know, living on blocks in a small apartments, but they do gym walks all together with music around and all those things are magical. I, I, I mean, like uh, when you compare maybe a few months ago where you're going into airports and basically you will always see people sitting one meter aside, you know, because they don't want to touch each other or don't want to be too close because they don't like to be bothered and I know that. And now it's like, oh, hang on a minute, I wish I could be outside and traveling, um, you know? All those things will make uh, people realize and change their angle of views and, and hopefully uh, unite a bit more, you know? It's like, uh, I mean, like, uh, it's a necessity nowadays. I think the technology has particularly been good during this when you can have John Legend and Chris Martin from Coldplay and stuff just doing like sing-alongs out of their living rooms and that sort of stuff. It's... Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful and at the same time that uh, uh, we, we can't attach uh, that, um, uh, you know, that technology, you know, like obviously, you know, looking at FaceTime and, and Skype and, and see your parents if they're living somewhere else or uh, it's very very useful but uh, on the same way it's like listen you have to actually take the time to take the plane take the train take the, the bus to see your mom every weekend if she's like uh, alone sitting there and that this is the those moments realizing oh i want to be close to them because i really love them uh, and it's not like that rush and i've seen a video from tyrese yesterday uh, on his instagram account and i think like <laughs> he was like doing his uh, his sport on the, it was like really open and, and, and realized that uh, he wanted to pause and, and really realize what is like missing to actually breathe and, and realize things that he really like, uh, his family, whatever it is, and, and maybe think through about things. And this is what sometimes technology and the society uh, rhythm has forced us to, to, to do. Uh, yes, technology is great and, and speed of all the 5G is, is going to be scary because people still going to be addicted to it you know and uh, so i'm really balanced in that because uh yes of course uh we are the founders of like a, an application a concept but uh, we know our values is to actually bring people together to actually share together and be true to yourself and if it's like a, a social network who's actually dismantled that you know is that just like 
you're disconnected, you're jealous, you 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 know you envy people. Oh, this one is like doing this. Is uh, in uh, in a ski resort and I'm in an uh, apartment. You know all those things like make you consume more, make you do things more, and and just be happy with what you have and 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 be focused on what you can do uh, for people and for yourself and for my, and family. And I think this is. Uh, where sometimes you we lost uh, our concentration, uh, our focus on real things. So I think yeah, we need to find a balance there. Uh, I really love the fact that we can reset. That's that's the word. Yeah, things are really good, but it's not uh, maybe sometimes necessary. We can talk to each other. We can travel and, and, and see each other from real, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's important. We're obviously going through a strange time at the moment in that we're sport free with all fixtures and stuff stopped. And a lot of people will be listening to this because of you being a footballer. So can we relive one of your favourite moments of your playing career? And then if there is video of that, we'll share that on social media and stuff as well. But what what would you want to relive in terms of a game or a moment from your career? Yeah, I, w- I will think that um, th- th- there is like images like this who just like uh, flash like this. Um, I remember like really well uh, the first week that I had with uh, Man United. Um, w- why? Because yes, the, the week before maybe it was very tense because my transfer was a bit complicated and, and all sorts, you know. And um, actually, I asked to play uh, a game for Fulham in the cup when I knew that uh, I would be suspended for the run with uh, United, who was still in course. But I wanted to play because it's my job, and I wanted to fulfill that. Then I arrived to to United, set up a, a week where we were doing like a preseason stuff. You know, it was like kind of like like running uh, session and all that. And I, I'm not like a very uh, uh, endurance uh, guy, you know, I've got like a very, very small stamina. So I was struggling, proper struggling. I mean, like it was really hard running into heels and, and, and like, yeah, it was really tough. And I remember really lately, uh, uh, like stuck in a, in a, in a toilet because I didn't want to show that I was like, I was dead. <laughs> and I stayed maybe for 15, 20 minutes in that toilet and nobody knew that I was there. But I was really tired because, at the same time, it reminded me how proud I was. Um, I've got uh, had that kind of massive ego where I didn't want to show pain. I didn't want to show that I was uh, weaker than anybody else and all that. And I had to really work out to actually finish just after goalkeepers. So you have to understand what I mean. Like, goalkeepers <laughs> not be running that quick, you know. But I was like like that long I was like really struggling stamina was like I had like really a, a small tank but uh, then uh, after a few days you know I felt like so welcome you know so uh, easily um, guided by the other players that I felt really um, yeah in song with every single word was like uh, spread in that to the dressing room the way that those guys were living they were supposed to be stars you know like uh, somewhere called even idols, and and uh, I, w- I was living a dream, but I couldn't understand how simple those guys were. And basically, uh, in a very magical moment, I took uh, the, the the game very relaxed. I mean, like I don't, I didn't feel like the seventy uh, thousand uh, fans, you know. I didn't felt 
the pressure of the manager. I didn't feel the pressure of like being ridiculous because I had my confidence as a player. But the the the, the story about uh, how we started uh, United uh, in, in a way that's a really um, magical story is because I took a free kick. I took a free kick. My left foot. I'm right footed, but I took. Because I think I remember that uh, Quinton Fortin was here, but maybe Giggsy was injured or all the left uh, uh, free kick takers were not there. I, I just like, with like, again, proud and not trying to, you know, to show any weaknesses, I took the ball, you know, I, I feel like it was mine and I took the, the opportunity to strike that uh, free kick. And, uh, you know, he hit, uh, he's been deflected and he go in, but I remember so much the actual feeling that um, it was meant to be this way. It was strange, you know, it was all, the, every step of this moment was meant to be this way. So uh -huh. if I imagine uh, anything after, basically I never took a free kick again with uh, United. So right. why on the first game? I took on the left side, we know that Cristiano Ronaldo's gonna be there, Giggs is going to be there. All those players who are master in master, uh, in uh, taking free kicks will, will be there, and you want to have a chance to pick up that ball, you know? So it was just meant to be there, and, and I actually built my confidence to to do what uh, I managed to do as a, as a United player. So all those moments are, are very magical, and many people will think about my first air dryer, but uh, this one was, like, really, um, I would say... Um, uh, magical in a way that it was I felt like he was supposed to be like this right. like this you know he was like just like being being step by, by step the 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 yeah it's funny to to, to remember all those things because um yeah you just go like this so you do still insist that you're right-footed because that is often a debate on social media because people think that you are left-footed are you not just two foot ambi footstress or whatever the word is <laughs> Yeah, ambidex. Um, it's it's uh, definitely something that uh, I heard a lot. Even like uh, Joel and Scott uh, were saying it uh, the other day again. A lot of players uh, uh, are just very surprised. But uh, yes, I, I had a kind of like a, a small injury on my uh, right uh, kind of groin. Um, so, but at the back of the time, you don't go to see your physio. You know, you just like try to play with whatever you can play. So. Uh, I could still run, but I couldn't kick the ball with my right anymore. So for a few months, I just started to play with my left. And I end up like being very skillful with my left. But if you ask me to do another head kick or anything like a volley or something uh, kind of like uh, acrobatic, I will use my right. Okay. I will use my right for diagonal because I know it's like I will have like more strength. But every single thing that will be technical, I will be more, I will say, um, comfortable with my left so I took penalties with my left I took free kicks with my left because it's like more technical in some way right. uh, dribble with my left but it's uh, yes that's why I think when I arrived at Clairefontaine Academy um, I had like uh, one uh, like front uh, front line with Anelka at the top uh, me on the left and Alion Touré who played actually for Man City in England at, at some point who was very fast but he was only right footed so I was right-footed, but I, I, I had the chance to be able to play on the left, and I couldn't uh, play a, a striker at the time. I was not totally uh, a, a killer, uh, as Nicola, Nicola Anelka was uh, already like very, 
very advanced in the, in that position. So I started to play with the left uh, on the left position, and okay. and that's, it. that's how we started. And I made a, a career maybe with that help because yeah, some some people or some defenders always say that uh, it's really hard to read uh, Louis when he's coming one on one because I could go both sides, you know. Okay. Well, that's the official line on that. Now people can stop debating it. Um, so we're going to build a Spotify playlist of feel-good music as we do these different episodes. So give us some tracks to get us started. What are your three Ooh. uplifting tracks? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, well, let me let me check because, uh, whoa, into music now it's like, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, um, I love the... Um, Reggaeton uh, and my reggae and raga from uh, West Indies, you know, it's like, yes, I have to have that in my car. You know, it's like energetic. It's uh, the it's funny. It's uh, yes. So I've got like a, a few like uh, Tusa uh, with Nicki Minaj as well. Okay. Uh, okay. Carol G and Nicki Minaj, I really like. Uh, I always love uh, Alicia Keys as well. She's a uh, yeah. She's she's my artist. I would say. Um, I've got something like uh, you will you will be funny, but it's French. It's actually some music my my uh, daughter really really love. Uh, wait, I uh, need to find this one. Oh yeah, and basically it's um, oh so the French people we may remember that, but um, it's like a uh, cartoon music. Right. So in the days, like twenty years back. But they don't like, a, I don't know how you say that. Oh, like a, a dance mix a, of it or something. Yes, a remaster of this thing. And it's, it's really good. But it's about the, 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 the love and the spirit of this planet and all that. So I really like it. It's like uh, definitely something that I um, advise French people to listen to. Okay. Uh, I don't think that he is into England. So well, we'll, like we'll a, put it we'll put it on the playlist because we don't have uh, we can't play any music on this podcast because it'll probably get taken down for rights usage. But yeah, exactly, we'll put yeah. it on Spotify and people can have a listen. Um, what we're also going to bring together like the best of the internet. So you did mention earlier that you'd watched a Tyrese video, so that might be your answer to this. But what's the best thing that you've seen online in the last twenty four hours? Um, um, I would say that um, I'm always like looking into into um, facts. You know, I, uh, I hate like the gossips and and, and the scoops and stuff like this. Uh, I'm I'm really trying to inform myself, to inform my children or friends in in the best way possible. So when I look in into uh, internet, it's always like the most relevant uh, papers. If I would say that the New York Times, the the um, some uh, other things like I like the Guardians. I don't know if you do, but uh, yes, you're all right I, with that. I'm not going to have yeah. a problem with that, like I would if you just said the uh, sun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so lately, uh, I went to the the website of the World Health Organization to have facts to make sure that uh, I understand what is going on, what is the 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 actual advices uh, that we need to to follow and stuff like this so basically i'm i'm living in the real world and i don't want to see any type of like fake news so i avoid as much as i can like to to go into like uh, yeah city websites so yeah when i do go and browse my social networks uh, I always double check before send, sending anything. And for example, you may people have seen that uh, 
I don't really post lately, even if it's a big crisis and many people want to, to hear about uh, what I have to say. I just don't think that uh, um, 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 I'm informed enough. You know, yeah. I'm not not like uh, I'm a sportsman. I used to be a football player, and now like having a voice where people will be influenced in some way uh, by me, uh, I won't take the risk because this is really bad. This is really dangerous. Yeah. So I don't think like I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm big enough in where I will, um, so I will really be very careful with what I'm, I'm trying to, to, to say uh, out there because this is not uh, the moment to entertain uh, in a bad way uh, in terms of like news. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it uh, in a very responsible way because yes, there is children who don't think that, um, uh, don't take things seriously. So it's like sometimes when you see on TV, for example, in France, we have like some kind of like caricature. So it's like we can uh, make jokes about um, joke story about um, uh, politician, you know, and stuff like this. And you, uh, yeah, you, yeah, I would say that um, you don't take things seriously that those people have said. So basically, people now then don't understand if it's the truth or not. Yeah, doesn't make me because I feel like information are really important in that moment in time so if people starting to make jokes and people or children can sometimes misinterpret what they see on tv they don't realize that it's not the truth huh. it's not right you know so all those things are trying to i may be old school i don't know but uh, yeah sometimes i'm very cautious because yes uh, my, my role as a as a parent is to educate and make sure that uh, those information has, has, has been shared in the, in the best way. So sometimes I can share topics, um, I can, but uh, I tend to be very careful. Um, so that's, that's why I good. don't really like it. Okay, last question. If you could choose to be quarantined with any three people from today or from history, who would you pick and why? It depends maybe how long the quarantine lasts. <laughs> All right, let's say it's for a week. A week. So, yes, I would definitely pick the the one that I may not see uh, ever. Um, so I will probably pick... Um, yeah, I would say that... Um, mm, that's a hard one, Kate. Um... <laughs> Yes, uh, I, I would love, uh, love to, to, to speak to uh, Obama in some ways, um, to understand a lot of, uh, of, um, of his position um, in, in the world, be uh, able to have like a kind of like a serum. You have to say the truth. Every single question I ask, okay. I want you to say to me the truth. So it will be very re revealing and, and help um, my understanding of this world because I'm sure that these guys know a lot of stuff that people don't uh, and uh, uh, I will be uh, very curious about this then uh, I will say someone uh, a bit more spiritual someone who has uh, figured out maybe not in a uh, in um, in a normal way or normal environment uh, you know people like Gandhi you know who has 
I think, uh, or maybe I will say, instead of Gandhi, I will say Sadhguru. That's who I thought you'd say, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, Sadhguru, I think, uh, is a bit more, I would say, real, um, in a way that uh, he hasn't been confined, in a way that uh, he helps to be very, um, very calm on every situation, very, uh, with, uh, with the best wisdom you can ever imagine on every situation, because the environment was maybe controlled. Well, I don't think that Sadhguru has that. He's able to actually do a lot of things, or that's what he shows on, on, on his, um, on his forums and, uh, and Instagrams and all that. So yes, someone who is able to actually teach me how to really be calm and how to, I would say master a lot of aspect of my personality because I, I can have like a lot of, I would say, uh, default in how to control myself, how to, yes, um, I would say understanding myself, um, and all that. So I think, uh, yeah, you can smile. Yes, you can smile. <laughs> <laughs> you may have suffered a lot uh, lately, uh, um, and I understand that. So yes, I, it definitely will be the the, the second one, and obviously, uh, I will um, I will yeah dedicate uh, a bit more time to my uh, grandmother. Um, um, or, or grandparents, let's say, if I pick uh, uh, a group, because um, what I I are really uh, missing in my my life, I would say, is the the fact of uh, getting uh, more stories about where I come from, uh -huh. uh, my roots. Uh, uh -huh. It's something that has built me, has given me the opportunity to be who I am, and and um, I'm I'm sad because uh, when I think about it, uh, I not much opportunity to actually share that much with them. Uh, um, understand where they're coming from, uh, the story that they had, the way they 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 able to actually share that. It's just magical as well. You uh, believe me? Um, yes, uh, yes. It's it's just magical. They're, it's even if it was dramatic, they they can make you smile um, because they always had that positiveness in them. So yes. Um, I still have my 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 grandparents uh, from the that side, but uh, I still feel like uh, I wish I could be with them uh, yeah. and talk. Uh, yeah, for a week, obviously, where you come from, how you made it, uh, what you would have wished to do and achieve and and see in in this world and all those things. Because um, when you have my my children, eight, thirteen, and seventeen to eighteen year old. Um, they they just want to go to Guadeloupe, where I come from. They, I don't know why, but it's like just like the atmosphere and all those uh, stories they they can hear from there. It just amazes me because you know you are here in in France, like very like sunny, nice house and all those things. But still, they they want to go there and enjoy all those stories so it means a lot because they want to understand where we're coming from they don't understand and maybe at some point share it as well to their children if they have ones so yes i will have picked definitely um, my grandparents okay well technically that breaks the rules because you could only have three people but i'll let you off as it's your podcast effectively so you know you can do what you want Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Thanks everybody for listening to the first episode of Deserted Isolation Discs. We will be back 
tomorrow with a new episode and a new guest interviewed by Louis. Thank you.